This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. If you wanna hear some of this G A M Forty player partner with just sprinkle me. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, January 27th. I'm Donald Ware. I have to I have to think about what I'm saying and sort of have to catch myself because we're talking football. We're let we're about a month away from the start of the spring football season here on Wednesday, January 27th. We're going to take things to Grambling, Louisiana, and say hello to Broderick Fobbs in his seventh season as the head football coach at Grambling. The Tigers finished 6-5 and five on last year in his seven-year career, 51-21, and 40-8 and eight in conference play, and also has a SWAC championship as Broderick Fobbs joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's going on, Coach Fobbs? Doing well, doing well. Add a second SWAC championship and a national championship to that as well. Yep, two. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, we're doing well. You know, we're, we're basically, you know, uh, making sure that our kids stay healthy, our coaches and everybody, and really getting prepared, you know, for this particular spring season and, and uh, ready to go. You know, kids are excited. We're ready to get back to work and, it's been real, real tough, but you know this uh, this practicing and playing and and doing those type of things really helps us and and it helps us kind of you know continue to develop and continue to get stronger. No question about. It. Don't want to short you back to back SWAC championships, sixteen and seventeen season, three straight um, Western Division crowns in the SWAC. So uh, I know, I guess you're in OTAs now. Practice for you is going to start on Friday, but how are how are sort of OTAs going at this point? Well, it's going well. Of course, we've had maybe, you know, a couple guys that have had to sit out uh, due to COVID, you know, screening and things of that nature. But that's just part of it. You know, uh, the current state of things, you know, you, you got to make sure that you continue to wear your mask and do everything the proper way in order to make sure that uh, that you remain safe. But we've been able to get a lot of quality work. Probably one of the more important things is is getting to know each other, you know, once again. You know, that's probably the best thing that we've been able to get out of it. Uh, because we haven't been on the field with each other since last March, you know, uh, off and on in, in September and October. But for the most part, we haven't been able to work together as a team. And being able to work together as a team, you know, has been monumental in, in helping us to develop and, and become close-knit. What was fall like? Like, you know, we, we thought we may play some football in fall. Ultimately, it didn't happen. But what was your preparation like in the fall? Well, in the fall, there was a lot of feeling, feeling our way through the thing. And uh, we pushed back, you know, coming on campus, and everyone was basically uh, taking online courses, 
Um, and then once we once we were able to bring everybody back, we we started weight training a little bit, uh, tried to do some walkthroughs and some things together. Uh, but for the most part, you know, we were we're trying to learn about this situation and learn what we could do and what we couldn't do. And uh, and having an opportunity to sit back and watch other teams play kind of helped us learn how we needed to handle this particular situation. Another strong recruiting class for you to this point. I don't know how many more guys you'll sign that first Wednesday in February, but speak to speak to the guys uh, in this mid-year recruiting class. Well, you know, I'll tell you, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of strange, you know, because, you know, normally we, we're signing 16 to 25 to 18 players, uh, but this is a different year. And, uh, and you know, we only had, you know, five scholarships to, to, uh, to give. We signed a really exceptional quarterback, uh, Noah Bowden, out of, out of New York. Uh, great football player, uh, and then we got a couple more guys that we're planning to sign in February. So uh, we definitely have to uh, shore up some things on our offensive line uh, because we lost quite a bit of guys at that particular position. We have a uh, a kid that's playing in the Senior Bowl right now and is expected to get drafted. Uh, so we got to make sure that we fill some holes in those areas. But we feel really, really good about our talent level. We feel really, really good about our depth. Uh, we just have a couple of positions where we got to create, you know, more depth and a little bit more talent. Can you kind of sum up? I mean, I know it seems like it's been forever, but sort of sum up the 2019 season where you you all finished the, the season six and five. Well, I tell you, it was an injury plague year. You know, uh, uh, we were hit with the injury bug, you know, across our defensive front, um, and then you know it's just one of those deals. You know, we lost. Uh, you know, four or five ball games by a total of maybe 13 points combined. And anytime you know you're you're losing games that close, then you have to. It's a mental thing, and it's about execution. So uh, that's been our focus. You know, here now at this particular time is focusing on the little things, focusing on playing together as one, being a team, doing everything together, uh, and understanding that if one person makes a mistake, we all make a mistake. So uh, that's just part of it. You know. Uh, uh, but the good thing about it is we've we've always been competitive here. Uh, we've won. We've done great things. Uh, we just got to make sure that we sure up things in the fourth quarter and if we play in overtime. What's who's the one guy that's on your roster that you're expecting to make a big impact uh, when you guys resume uh, in the latter part of February? Well, I think we have a number of guys, uh, but a guy that comes to mind is C.J. Russell, a running back uh, who will be a redshirt freshman uh, coming into this season. Uh, super talented. We have several guys that at, at that position that can play well for us, but uh, I just feel really, really good about C.J. Russell, what he can do. Uh, also feel really good about a defensive end. We have Sonny Anderson, uh, who's an exceptional talent, uh, who's chipping at the bit to get back on the field. He had to sit out last season. Uh, due to an illness, uh, but there's several guys that I'm excited to watch and see play. A couple of guys in the secondary. Uh, there's guys all over that we're excited about, and and uh, we know that we're not known conference-wise. If you look at the conference, uh, all-conference team, uh, but we feel really, really good about our talent uh, and our no-name guys. Yeah, Hickbottom. What what are your expectations? I mean, is he your guy going into uh, into this uh, spring season? Well, I think he has to be, you know, being that we weren't able to really go through a spring practice. Uh, he's proven. 
Uh, he's played well at times for us, and then there's other times where he's got to get some help, you know, from up front and other people. So uh, we do have another guy, Elijah Walker, who's another talented player uh, who played high school ball with the Heisman Trophy winner, uh, A. Mead High School, who played at Alabama. So we're excited about those two guys. We're going to let Hickbottom go, but we plan to play two quarterbacks, and whoever's playing the best football, uh, you know, that's who we'll roll with. Broderick Fobbs is in his seventh season as the head football coach at Grambling, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Deion Sanders. So I'm going to come from a different perspective because, I, you know, I, I get it. Um, but, I mean, I think I've always contended, okay, he's coming in. But, you know, you have Alcorn State who's, you know, the two-time defending champs and, and six times over as the, East, uh, the Eastern Division champs. You have the Southerns, the Gramblings of the where Alabama A&M is looking to make a run. Uh, does that does I'm just asking does the does the question about Dion sort of is that sort of tiring for you having to answer that question constantly? No, because I don't really answer it. You know, I'm focused on Grambling State University and and us playing football. At the end of the day, you know, we've played this game, we've coached this game for a number of years, and the only thing that matters is what we do and how we plan to do things. So. Uh, we can't control other things. We just control what we can control, make sure that we're in the right headspace and we're playing the game the right way. What are some, who are some of the guys you mentioned offense? Uh, now, the, the Russell kid, is that the kid that br- uh, rushed for, what, the 7,000 yards, had the most rushing or six most rushing yards, something like that, in Louisiana high school state history? Absolutely. Absolutely. Big-time football player. Um, you know, Keelan Elder is another. Uh, running back as well, who's the uh, player of the game in the Bayou Classic. He's a sophomore, and C.J. Russell is a freshman. But, you know, they're, they are an exciting duo that we feel really, really good about. They're not only, you know, really good football players, but they're even better people and even better students as well. So, uh, But C.J. has a home run uh, effect to him that can really, really put points on the board extremely quickly. Um, it's just a matter of him. Uh, you know, playing and, and being uh, being uh, in the lineup and, and getting a little bit more carries under his belt. But he's an instant impact player. Who are some of the guys defensively we should be on the lookout for? Well, you know, like I said, Sonny Anderson, uh, who uh, has a chance to be a, a, a really good player for us. Uh, Myron Stewart, safety, uh, who's another kid that plays well. Uh, uh, Ray Estes, uh, who's a talented transfer uh, who's a big-time football player, very confident uh, defensive back. And Devin M. Martin, who's another corner on the other side, who we feel really good about. Uh, there's several guys, you know, that I can name that uh, we feel really good about. There's other corners that I can name also, too. Uh, but, you know, the thing about us, we believe in playing a lot of people. Uh, we play uh, a lot of guys. Uh, and the reason why we do that because we want to be playing great later on in the season. And uh, that's just the way we've always done things. Uh, because we want to be playing championship football when it counts. No question. A couple of more uh, thoughts, and we appreciate the time. Um, For you, can can you speak to, you know, how much of an impact your father has had uh, on you? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to to know how much because um, everything I am is a combination of my father and Eddie Robinson. Um, you know, the discipline, the organization, um, how I've had to learn to do things, how I discipline my players, uh, that all came from my father. Uh, the compassion in which we coach and, 
and how we teach and and uh, making sure that we not only teach them about the game of football, a lot of that comes from Eddie Robinson as well. But, you know, I really believe that I'm a combination of, of a lot of different, you know, people that have coached me in my life. But my first coach was always my father uh, because he's my dad. So um, I really can't put a number on that. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely significant. Yeah. And then for you, I mean, it's it's great. It's a great thing because you mentioned – of course, Coach Fobbs, as, as we'll call him, Coach Robinson. But then um, as your coaches, uh, but then also you're an alum. You play, As you mentioned, you played, you know, for uh, Coach Robinson. So what does it mean to you? I mean, the, when you took over the program in 13, it was, I mean, it was in bad shape. And this is grambling that everybody knows is known around the world. You took over a program, had success right away. As mentioned, back-to-back championships ultimately in the SWAC. What does it mean to you to have the success that you're having at your alma mater? I mean, it means everything. You know, um, at the end of the day, you know, you do it, you know, not only for yourself and our coaches do an exceptional job of, of teaching and recruiting, you know, quality football players. But there's also that 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 old grambling uh, people who actually – uh, you know, were guys that were your coaches, you know, your peewee league and middle school coaches who uh, who were older gentlemen that played at Grambling State University. Just the mere fact that they're proud and they're walking around with their Grambling T-shirts on and are excited about Grambling football again, to me that means everything, you know, because those were the giants that I looked up to as a little kid, you know, when I would watch my dad's highlight films and game footage and things of that nature. You know, these Giants were guys that were playing in the National Football League that were my babysitters growing up. So uh, the mere fact that they're excited and happy uh, for what we've accomplished and what we're continuing to do, you know, it just speaks volumes. Grambling Tigers open the season on February 27th in the State Fair Classic in Dallas, taking on Prairie View A&M against seven seasons as the head football coach. At Grambling is Broderick Fobbs. He joins us here in the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Fobbs, appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Tigers this season. Thank you so much. Enjoyed it. Broderick Fobbs, the head football coach. Grambling joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I mean, I think when you look at the league as a whole and there are experienced quarterbacks coming back and, uh, you know, I mean, you look at, Jeremy Hickbottom, and he's got some experience, a couple of years of experience under his belt. I think experience is what is needed, especially now because by the time that these guys will play, you'll be ta- you're in essence talking about 18 months, maybe a little bit less since the last time these guys played. So the defense is going to be, I mean, you got to figure that the defense is going to be ahead of the offenses uh, be, just because of the intricacies more so maybe offensively, defensively, you kind of fly around a little bit, you tackle. Certainly there's some technique in there. There, You have to learn what the offense is doing. I get it. But, you know, you generally, in, 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 in most times you hear in camps, defenses are ahead of offenses. And so with a short camp, a month, which, you know, I mean, it's not – I mean, it's, it's, it's about the amount of time you would have – if we were on a regular schedule, if you will. Yeah, but you didn't have football for over a year. So that's going to take a bit of a toll. It's going to take some time for the offenses to catch up. You need to have 
an experienced quarterback, and that is certainly what the Grambling Tigers have. So that's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Again, don't forget, uh, we're, we're doing this from now. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday, and we're doing this all the way up until February the 18th. And, of course, the HBCU football season begins on February the 20th. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can listen and download at our website at BoxToRoad.com, also on Apple Podcasts, as well as listening to us at iHeartMedia.com. Talk with you tomorrow.